Welcome to Views from the Porch, a lifestyle podcast where we have weekly conversations about some of the biggest challenges young adults face today. Our desire is to use God's word in our experience leading thousands of young adults at the porch to challenge you, push you, keep it real with you, and walk alongside you as you navigate your defining years as a young adult. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live or follow us on social media. And with that, here's this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch with the one and only Mrs. Laura Eldridge. Hey, y'all. And Mr. J.D. Rogers. What's up? How we doing, guys? So excited for this topic. It's what everyone wants to hear. Everyone. (laughs) Everyone's dying to know. They woke up thinking about it. Oh, including the ones who died long ago. Yes. (laughs) What are we talking about? Dying to know together as a compound word equals dino. Dino. (laughs) Dying to know dino. (laughs) What I'm saying is I want to know. Tell it to him. Where did the dinos go? Where? All right. Where did the dinosaurs go? I'm dying to know. Is he about to sing? Is David about to sing? We yeah. are the... No. <laughs> okay, the question is, where did the dinosaurs go? Yes, because I think that some people yep. can use... I think when you start talking about dinosaurs, you start talking about science. When you start talking about yep. science, you start talking about evolution. Mm. And they can just start to go like, okay, well, if God is real, you know, and the Noah and the ark is real, well, why didn't the dinosaurs yep. get onto the ark? Yep. It's a fair question. So, what happened to them? What did what happened specifically? I want to know to the pterodactyls mm. and the T Rex. Is that your favorite? No. <laughs> okay. So the reason this is actually a relevant question is to your point. A lot of people they look at the Bible and they read it and they go, "Wait a second. When did this happen? Or uh, when were the dinosaurs in existence? Like, did they get on the ark? Was it before?" God created the world in seven days, but it doesn't say, and then for 400 million years, there were dinosaurs roaming that evolved. And so what happened there? Because we know there were dinosaurs because of fossils. And the reason that we know there were dinosaurs is because of fossils. Are there any other reasons? Or like the footprint? Isn't there like a footprint somewhere? Yeah, totally. There's footprints all over the place. It's like in Texas, in, in uh, West, by in Glen Rose, Texas, you can go see the footprints of dinosaurs. Have that are you been? still in riverbeds. I've been there. Wow. Twice. Wow. Twice. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. My son's obsessed with dinosaurs. I think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am actually obsessed with dinosaurs. You are obsessed I'm, with this podcast. I'm wearing yeah. a T-Rex shirt right now. Yeah. Viewers, I want you to know that we uh, really tried oh to not do this gosh. podcast, but David held our jobs against us. Yes. He really wanted <laughs> to have this conversation. We have to have the conversation. He has this thing he does where he makes the noises of each animal. Oh, my gosh. It's this, weird. This is getting out of control. Well. Okay. So what happened? What Happened to the dinosaurs? What would you say, Laura? What happened to him? Yeah. Listen, first off. <laughs> I felt science. <laughs> You're not doing me like that, David. How do I ask one of these questions okay. and turn it back on him? All right. Yeah. So let me start by saying this. There's a lot of debate within Christianity um, in terms of exactly where are the dinosaurs. And it comes down to a, a different number of debates that are involved. There's a conversation. Is there an old earth theory or a young earth theory? Yeah. Old mm-hmm. earth would be that the earth is billions of years old or hundreds of millions of years old at least. And a young earth theory would be something radically shorter than that. And the old earth theory would go, we look at the layers of compression and the amount of time that it would take. It's clearly got to be hundreds or billions of years old. And the young earth theory would say, no, it's not. God could create a, a tree that was 100 feet tall, 
that today we'd say, oh, that's like a 50-year-old tree. But when he created it instantly, it still had the rings inside of it that represented a, a tree that's 100 feet tall. Not necessarily – it's only seconds old, not but it, but 50 years like old. But like the way that we would calculate it, it has the rings inside. Exactly. When Adam was created, uh, he wasn't a baby, but he was only – you know, when Adam was one week old – he didn't look like, you know, my one week old three weeks ago. He looked like a full-grown man, yeah. just like Eve. When she was, you know, six weeks old, she wasn't a six-week old. She was a full-grown woman when yeah. God created her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Becca's doing the what face over there. Like, that doesn't make sense. It makes sense. And so I think where <laughs> I would be confused, though, is if I'm going, okay, so can Christians believe in an old earth or a, young, a new earth or yeah, think, earth? But, yeah. but here, let's st- let's start with this because it's like, why does it matter? Because I yeah. feel like people disprove the Bible with this. They try yeah, to yeah, disprove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can Christians believe in one or the other? Yeah, I think there are Christians who believe in both. Okay, so then where that can get confusing is, is when I read Genesis, yeah. it seems like the world was created in seven days. Yes. So how then... Do people say that th- that didn't actually mean seven 24-hour days like we view them today? Yep. So the Bible says that with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like a day in Second Peter. So people would say, hey, the old earth theory is probably the simplest way to explain the dinosaurs. And then I want to get to a theory that I think is um, a very uh, unspoken about uh, aspect of dinosaurs that I think is is also pretty compelling information. But... The older theory is that it was billions of years old, and so over time, there were micro-evolutions and adaptations, and before man was created on the sixth day, dinosaurs existed, and hundreds of, year, or hundreds of millions of years went by. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then man was created. The way in which somebody could believe that is because they have a perspective on God sits outside of time. So what seems like billions of years is... is not relevant to God because a day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like a day. And so his standard and perspective on time is very different from ours. That's how somebody could get into the old earth and to not go down that rabbit hole. The young earth theory is that it was created in seven days and seven literal 24-hour mm-hmm. days, which becomes challenging because like when was the sun and the moon and all of that. But point being that it was seven literal days. Now, if you hold to the young earth perspective – because the old earth perspective is the easiest one to reconcile with dinosaurs. It's like, well, they lived in hundreds of millions of years ago, but God was still forming all of creation and then eventually formed mankind. If you hold to the young earth, you've got to answer the question of, hey, which or when were the dinosaurs created in existence? Did they coexist with humanity? And does uh, the fact that they clearly existed in the fossil record contradict what the Bible says? Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's why I don't think it does. And I think there's even a case that perhaps dinosaurs were on the ark with Noah. And the reason I say that is many people believe that, you know, the story of Noah and the ark and the boat and what happens. God floods the earth. Remember? So the, the earth basically got started over because people were evil. Yeah. So Noah and two of every kind. That's right. In the book of Genesis, Noah, God shows up, says, hey, uh, you know, the heart of man has grieved me, and so I'm going to flood the earth. And there's no reference to rain prior to that. So the reason it was so crazy when Noah's building an ark is people are going, wait, why are you building this giant boat? And then he said, because God's going to send water from the sky. And they're going, what are you talking about water from the sky? Because it had never rained before. And so if you think of the water from the sky being a atmosphere of 
water because this is another thing that's going to throw people and it's leading somewhere. And if by the end of this, Becca still does not understand, <laughs> we're just going to keep going round and round. Part two. Yes. In that time period, prior to Noah, people lived, and you look at Genesis 5, and you see records and genealogies, which is just basically like the ancestry of man, where people lived to be hundreds of years old. And like you ask, 800, right? 800. Methuselah was 996, I think, or 94, that people lived to be hundreds and hundreds of years old. And you ask the question, why? And you got to come up with an answer. Like, what would y'all say to why? I mean, it's right in your Bible. You're reading, hey, this person lived. Uh, and he, Seth lived, this is Genesis chapter five, verse seven. Seth lived 807 years. Altogether, he had sons and daughters. Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. Enosh lived 90 years. He had a son named Kenan. Enosh lived 815 years more, altogether living 905 years. And the question Christians got to ask is, why is that the case? Or why did they live so long? This is not like a researched answer. Yeah. So, so I'm leaving myself the ability to... Uh, be wrong. I would say probably sin, like decay, like sin entered the world and then with it, death and decay, like everything deteriorated Yeah. after that. Like the farther you got away from sin entering the world. Yeah, or? yeah. Which I know that people still lived, you know, long after sin entered the world, but yeah. like you kind of see it decline, right? Yeah. So that's my knee jerk. JD, what you got? I think the flood reset age. Oh. Wow, that's a hot take. Okay, here's why I think that's actually the right take. Okay. Is you look at the generations after yes. <laughs> Genesis chapter 10, and they immediately drop off. Oh, and wow. And so you look in right after the flood, you look at Genesis 11, and it says that these are the generations of Shem that he lived, and after 500 years, he began to die, and progressively things, people begin to live shorter. And I think that's the most reasonable explanation. So what does that have to do with dinosaurs? Where if you think about it, if that is true and there wasn't rain— then theoretically, what may have been the case was there was an atmosphere, think of a greenhouse where plants live longer or you're artificially creating an environment or supernaturally, in this case, creating an environment that allows people to live longer lives and uh, to not experience the effects of decay and dying and things as quickly in that environment. And then the earth floods because that atmosphere pops and that water all pours onto the earth and Noah and the ark get lifted up. Okay, you following me? So that explains why people live so long. What does that have to do with dinosaurs? Well, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. I actually yeah. know where you're going with this one. Me too. Yes. There, is a spe- there are certain species of animals that do something called indeterminate growth. What does that mean? Well, determinate growth is what humans do, where they grow to a specific height. In other words, I'm six feet tall, and I've been six feet since I was 18 or whenever, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16, whatever it was. And I, if I live to be 80, will not be 6'5". I won't continue to grow because humans stop. We eventually peak and yeah. you stay that height for the rest of your life. If anything, you get shorter because yeah. you begin to yeah. crouch. <laughs> there are species of animals, reptiles being one of them, that do indeterminate growth. In other words, uh, just like them, actually lobsters, I mean, which wow. I'll explain why that could be crazy in a second. Snakes, where they will grow their entire life. So the longer number of years that they live, the larger that they grow. So in a world where humans live 10 times longer and they're not going to grow any taller because we have determined growth. In a world where animals live 10 times longer that have undetermined amount of growth, then they're going to grow their entire existence. So a crocodile that lives to be 30, which is, you know, what a crocodile is going to live today, is going to be bigger than a crocodile that lives to be 15. Right. 
And a crocodile that lives to be 330 is going to be 10 times bigger than a crocodile that lives to be 30 today because it continues wow. to grow its entire life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's lots of species that are like this. And, uh, and so you think of a world where reptiles grow their entire life and they live 10 times longer than they do today, then they would be 10 times bigger than they are today. And so one explanation would be, hey, perhaps the dinosaurs didn't go away. They just evolved into the reptile species and class that's all around us. Well, Boom. So. There's where the dinosaurs are. It's the lizard you're walking into your house, that chameleon <laughs> on the wall changing colors. That is a dinosaur. No, it's not. It's actually just a chameleon. <laughs> That's but the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's actually a fact. So I'm not no, saying. No, it's not. No, I'm not. Well, let me, let me be clear. I'm not saying that, that that is the case. I'm saying that's a, in a world where everything lives 10 times longer, anything that grows its entire life is going to grow to be 10 times bigger. That's a scientific explanation. That's a scientific explanation. Yes, but there's so many types of dinosaurs that aren't today's lizards. So where did their origin animal go? Yes. Okay. So when- like Dar- pterodactyl. Okay. You guys remember- Can we get back to my pterodactyl? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Darwin, you guys remember Darwin? Charles yeah, Darwin? Evolution. In school? Yeah. In the Galapagos Islands. Which is, this is why this conversation comes up. Like, yes. I think, yeah. 100%. Like, so, uh, you, uh, Becca, do you remember Darwin? <laughs> Little peanut gra- gallery over there? You don't remember Charles Darwin? Um, Darwin was a scientist that came up with a theory of evolution. And he, uh, there's actually some crazy stuff. We should do an entire episode on Darwin where there was some racial implications that he was fighting for that are really messed up. All that to say, he introduced a theory of evolution that's still a theory, but as Christians and really scientifically, there's two ways that evolution splits. There's macroevolution, which is uh, everything came from nothing, or there was some sort of amoebus that created and it eventually became a living organism and that organism became a tadpole and that tadpole became a fish and that fish became a crocodile and the crocodile became eventually a dog and a dog became a human. Most famously, the monkey, the ape to the human. Yes, but it would trace everything back to that. The Origin of Species is the name of his book. There is something that is, and that is a entire theory we don't believe is true, certainly not biblical, and uh, and I don't think even scientifically it's really highly criticized today by paleontologists and people who look at the fossil record and say, the things we expected to find that would be the missing links between species, we still can't find them. What has been shown to be true is something, and this answers your question, JD, called micro-adaptation. Have you heard that phrase? Yes. Micro-adaptation is minor developments or changes within a species over extended amounts of time. So it would be giraffes, there may have been a time period where giraffes didn't have let necks that were as long as they are today, but in order to survival of the fittest, if you will, the giraffes that had the longest neck could reach the leaves on the tree. And so over time, those are the ones that eventually survived because they had longer and that just became produced longer yeah. and longer. You think that giraffes are like long necks? Yeah. The dinosaurs? Oh no 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 no! Oh. I'm saying I'm saying that's one example. Or I thought you were saying <laughs> no 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 no. There was like an adaptation from a from dinosaur long neck <laughs> to a that? giraffe. No. I'm like, we went from scales. No, you you are not listening right fur. now. Clearly, yes, I am. And, What's uh, that dinosaur movie? Um, Littlefoot. Jurassic oh, World. Oh yeah, I love that one. Littlefoot. Not yeah. Jurassic. No. World, Littlefoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Littlefoot. Okay. All right. Back to it though. You with me? Yeah. So I'm saying minor adaptations within a species. In other words, you don't jump species. 
you you may have minor adaptations. You where kind of evolved to survive. You right? evolved to survive. Like if you're in dark light, like if you're in Alaska, yes, your body kind of adapts, right? Exactly. And, yeah. Yes. And so, so how does that explain my question? It would be that there were adaptations within the same species. So dinosaurs were the species, or were a species related to reptiles, and there were minor adaptations that over time, over hundreds of millions of years, if you believe in the older theory, those adapted. And a T-Rex originally, I mean, this is honestly what, what people believe about the dinosaurs anyways, is that there were adaptations and they would breed together. And as a result of that breeding, the survival of the fittest, and eventually the T-Rex began formed because it was, uh, it had the characteristics or the physical characteristics that benefited its survival. And so over time, minor adaptations created different variations within the dinosaur genie. Genius, yeah, kingdoms. Are you saying that this is what made, this is what has like made them small now? No, 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 no. He, he's saying, well, what? How are there so many different kinds of it? And I would say, man, God may have created so many different kinds of it, and he may be saying, well, Some a T Rex, a T Rex doesn't look like a crocodile that's ten times bigger. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm saying, hey, those cro- those animals, a T Rex may not have survived because the amount of food that would have been required for even to feed a smaller version of a T-Rex was not sufficient whenever the flood happened or they just weren't able to eat. And so those those died off and other ones formed minor adaptations like a crocodile or like an alligator that are what we see today. Oh, wow. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So the pterodactyl. Now, the pterodactyl... <laughs> Is the one that honestly, I I think we gotta wait till heaven. I have no idea. He's gonna take you through all of his. <laughs> like, do you think got that a they, I think the pterodactyls <laughs> sat on the top of the ark. Yes, and Noah flew around on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. No. <laughs> Someone come get these no, men. I think I okay. I think that we should do an episode one day on like Noah's ark because yeah, I don't get it. With There's the, a lot of things that don't add up to me. Yes, we should do I, one. I actually have this. This clicked with me for the first time when you were talking, David. You were talking about how the longer people live or the longer things live, you know, the growth and all that stuff, too. Yep. I had this thought, which is probably not original to all everyone else, but I had this thought that, like, what if God knew, basically, we would—the longer we live, the more we'd be inclined to do evil and do bad. Yeah. So limited our number of years as a grace towards us. Oh, I think that's true. That's crazy. I mean, that's that's in Genesis. Yeah. Where the days of mankind will be no more than 120. Yeah, but I never thought, I never put together the reason might be like God saying like, hey, I want you to remain with me and you won't yeah. the longer you go on. Yeah, the, that's true. Um, another thing as it relates to dinosaurs, a majority of the species of dinosaurs or the types of dinosaurs that existed were smaller than a horse or were smaller. We think of the enormous ones, but the vast, vast majority of them were smaller uh, dinosaurs. So, what does that have to do with anything? It just means that, hey, to have the eggs of a dinosaur on an ark would have been entirely reasonable or realistic. In fact, we really should do an entire one explaining, because I think some people look at the ark and they're like, there's no way every animal could have fit on that. And I think there's some really good answers that, that we could go into, but mm-hmm. that is the answer for perhaps where the dinosaurs went. Or, they existed for hundreds of millions of years before humans were made on quote-unquote day six, which was actually uh, not seven literal 24-hour days. That's another explanation of where they could have been. Yeah, I feel like where it gets dangerous a little bit is people listening are probably thinking like, so am I supposed to question everything that I read in the Bible like that? And you're literally talking about two different ways to uh, interpret 
either literally in creation account, like in some things, that doesn't mean that you don't take other things in the Bible literally, yep. either literally or um, outside of our understanding. What's the uh, what's the other term for it? Not literal, tra- like... Yeah, figuratively. Figuratively, yeah. but, but uh, still that doesn't discredit the message of Genesis or the Bible. 100%. Yeah. I, I think there are places in Scripture where someone says... Um, you know, they had the speed of uh, a horse or the strength of a dozen men, and they're speaking in an a- they're speaking figuratively yeah. about something. And it could have been that they actually had you know speed of a horse, but they're describing something. And we always get that when somebody says poetry, we we connect the dots on what they're saying when they speak in a figurative way. And some people think that Genesis and the account of that is that, and Christians are divided and disagree. Mm-hmm. But all of these questions, I don't think dismantle or really dismiss the fact that every person has a sinful, broken, messed up heart that as Christians, we know the primary message is that God came into the world, gave his life on a cross for them. And whether they agree with these different theories of explaining the dinosaurs, they have to do something with the fact that every person knows there's something messed up and broken within them. And that's the ultimate question that people should be asking is what do I believe about Jesus? What do I believe about the fact that I've done things wrong in my life, I've sinned, and do I believe that I know where I stand with God? Because that's a much more important question. And all these other things, just like Darwin is putting theories out there, are theoretical explanations for what could have happened. So none of this is fact, is what I hear you saying. It's, it is possible explanations. Okay. Possible explanations. And you, my little conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yes. You believe that dinosaurs... Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs! (laughs) You believe that dinosaurs still walk with us today. They walk amongst us right now. You? No. Hey, here's here's what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe. I'm saying what's undeniable is in a world where mankind, and this is a question I'd put back on you, in a world where mankind lives to Mm -hmm. be 950, Mm -hmm. and we would assume that if a crocodile lives to be 20 today, would you assume that they would live longer? Would you assume every animal lives longer in that world? Or it was just man that lived longer? Um, I like to think that they lived longer just because my imagination can go broader. Yes. So every animal <laughs> that has indeterminate growth or grows their entire existence, if they live much, much longer, will grow much, much bigger. So we're, that means that people were like... Wouldn't there be way more accounts of like people being like jacked up because they're dealing with nine hundred old crocodiles? Uh, sure. Like I feel like there would have been like an account of like people being like, and we had to hide because yeah, yeah, yeah. the snakes got so big. <laughs> well, well, think about it. The explanation in Genesis five covers thousands of years, and it gives each person a sentence. And he lived 900. So it's not like we're getting a lot of detail about Enosh anyways, other mm. than he had a son named Hagen and he lived. I just be- can't imagine. But, but here's what I'm saying. If, you know, chameleons grow their entire life. If they, like mankind, live to be 10, live 10 times longer, that's a big chameleon. Mm-hmm. So you can't escape. You can say it's still a chameleon. And there wasn't any adaptations that took place between the one we see today and the one back then, which I think is less plausible, but let's say that it is. You still got giant crocodiles that are walking around. Um, 
Last question. Mm. The Bible talks about a fire-breathing water animal. Yes. Known as the Leviathan. Mm. Do you believe because the flood was water that mm. the Leviathan Lives still today. exists today? I always pronounce it Leviathan. Oh, really? Probably some that's, Harry Potter. Uh, like, uh, I'm a cadaver looking. Yeah. Okay, so here's in Job chapter 40 and 41, it references what you just said, the Leviathan. Job's actually the oldest account in the Bible, too. It's the oldest book of the Bible. And the behemoth, which are two creatures that have remarkable similarities to dinosaurs today. Or are enormous. You, you called them dragons, and uh, I, I think that could be another way of describing uh, an enormous water living animal. And your question is, hey, was that, did it still live? Yeah, do you think it's still in the ocean? I think the challenge, uh, well, it's, it's ancestors maybe. I think the challenge with an animal that's enormous is for a human to maintain a weight of 400 pounds, they have to eat an unbelievable amount of food. So that's a really random example. But for a uh, animal to maintain the weight of of something as enormous as that, there's got, they're going to have to consume a lot. So the deck is stacked against them because they can't just run to Costco and load up. They're going to have to eat an enormous amount of food. And so my guess is, like a lot of animals, they died off because they weren't able to sustain that type of large, or they just the, only the smaller ones survived because they required less food to eat. But then mm. I'm over here like, but then why did God create them? Um, Laura, he's God. And you're yeah. not. <laughs> you are God and I am not. Mm. No, this is really good. Okay, I've been at one, I'm very impressed by how much you know. Um it's <laughs> it's it's we'll drink to that. It's okay. awesome. <laughs> this is tea. Water, yeah. tea. <laughs> Two, I honestly do feel like though, people one, it is fun to have this conversation, but I do feel like people enter into conversations like this literally. Just to find something to argue about. Yeah, it's smokescreen. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, okay, if you, if we could answer all your questions about dinosaurs, would you believe in God? And they're like, uh, 100%. no, it actually no. Yeah. So, like, know what you're arguing, like, know who you're talking with, and know what you're arguing about. Exactly. No, I think you're so right. That's good. Well, I can't wait to go uh, get me a pet dinosaur <laughs> oh! from the pet shop. Hey, I feel like we should give something away. We haven't done that in a while. If you rate and review and send us a photo screenshot of you reviewing this on iTunes, I don't think you, you will can. get a live chameleon. Ooh, in the a dinosaur. Mail. Wait, you can't review on Spotify, can you? Mm. It's they were supposed to be rolling that out sometime soon. You, oh, yeah, you, I think you can star you can rate it. You can star rate it. Show us the star rating, send it in, and we will send you some porch swag. Yep, Becca will send you some Becca! porch swag. <laughs> All right, that's it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the porch, follow us on social media or visit us at theporch.live. And as always, go in peace and love to serve the Lord this week. <laughs>